It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I know that didn't sound like a monster truck rally. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Or some sort of advertisement. Well, you should be shopping on the Sabbath day anyway. We need to bring that back. You know when I when we went to Belgium on that pilgrimage last year? I didn't ev- go. You didn't invite me. Oh. <laughs> we did Belgium, Luxembourg, France, Germany, and the Netherlands. I was working. In 10 days. So was I. I took I'm college students. I'm just anyway, we were in Belgium, and they said, hey, by the way, if you want anything on Sunday, you got to buy it on Saturday because even though the country is barely Christian, they still hold keep holy the Sabbath day. Same as Poland. We need to bring Sunday back. Hashtag Sabbath day. Make Sunday great again. Anyway, welcome back to the Pastors of Pain show. This is our 90th episode. No way. Really? Yes. I've had to endure you for 90 episodes. On my way over here today, I, uh, I listened to about the first 10 minutes of our first episode. And you sounded dumb. No, we actually, it sounds, you know how like sometimes, you, have you ever watched like the pilot of a television show? Oh, like Parks and Rec? But it looks, <laughs> but it, the pilot like looks way different. There's even like, sometimes there's people in the pilot who aren't in the show the rest of the time. What about that White House show that you like? They, same? The West Wing? Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. thing? The pilot uh, looks pretty similar, but a lot of times there's the pilot and then like a year later they make, you know, episode two. Meanwhile, people die or get old. Or, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, it actually it sounded like uh, we, we didn't. Got, we got a high production value here at Stillwater Radio. Really, P ninety four point three. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> yeah, good woot work. Woot. Good work. Um, anyway, we're uh, we're heading into Lent. But Jay wasn't Jay wasn't our first producer. No, that's true. That's so, true. Jay was not. So all there. the success he's riding on the coattails of the success of. Uh, Jesse. Jesse. Shout out uh, to Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Well, we're back with a uh, another number Lent. 90 episode. Lent. 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 It's coming soon. Okay, tell it's us mass time. So we got uh, this Wednesday. Ash, Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Free, co- free carbon times. Wednesday. Free carbon mass Wednesday. Time, Ash Wednesday. Are... Uh, Ash Wednesday masses are 12, 15, 5 o'clock and 9 p.m. All right, that sounds good. We're going to go with uh, St. Francis Xavier, 711 North Country Club. At the corner of Country Club and McElroy, we're going to go with seven a.m. Ooh, hello for the early the early crowd. Uh, we're going to go twelve ten. Whoa, what, you cheating me out? My which finals? is our normal like midday oh, mass. Okay, okay. We're going to go five thirty p.m. and that'll be I think that'll be the biggest one. The choir will be there and all that. Uh-huh. And then seven thirty in Espanol. Whoa, para la, la, com- la, cu- la comunidad de. Latinos. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be so we got we got four. I'll have I'll have two. Father Robert Duck will have two. Um, and then we're gonna be hearing confessions during before and during all Yeah, masses. we're gonna have uh, confessions before an hour before. So check there the uh, website Catholicpokes.com. If you're on the campus of Oklahoma State, don't drive over to the parking lot. Don't drive over. Oh, I'll get a parking spot at St. John. Yeah, no, no, you won't. No. And then you'll park at well, OSU, and yep. they—I mean—they are brutal. For your, your, for your, you'll begin your Lent with a, a seventy-dollar parking ticket yeah. as your penance. Uh huh. They do it. They do it because actions have consequences. Mm. Whoa, really? They do. You know what? Just a, just um, last week, Manchester City. I I know you don't like soccer, but you do like sports. Soccer. Manchester City got banned for two years. From European Championship Soccer because they cheated. Apparently, they spent too much money. They spent too much money, and they have all these minor league teams and all these people. And they, you know, 
um, they say it's more political than anything else. And, they, you know, they're looking at like, oh, these people are in charge of your UEFA. And it was like, okay, Manchester City, let's b- bring out the books and let's see what's going on. But, I mean, they are like, actions have consequences. Manchester City, uh, they're guilty until proven innocent by UEFA, but they're, we'll, we'll see what happens. They need a just trial. I just took a I, nap while you talked about soccer. What? <laughs> the greatest sport on two feet. It's not like baseball. Baseball's lame. And your team, the Astros? Yeah, so Whoa. we actually we wanted to talk about. So you may know, what? if you didn't know, you know, we, we, we're here in Payne County, Oklahoma. That's why our show is called Pastures of Pain. People don't know that, by the way. Really? No, they haven't. Some people. They like, haven't figured that out? Like, why is it called Payne? It's Payne County. Greatest county. And then they in, go. Oh. 70, uh, 77 counties, and we're paying. That's right. We're number one. Um, and we, so we live in Stillwater. We live here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, although very interestingly is our new our new rectory, the St. Joseph Priest Residence, is actually outside the city of Stillwater, which <laughs> I knew, but I went to vote, whatever that was, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was going to vote, and there was two elections. There was the city council election. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was all ready to vote, and just in case I could. And then there was like a Payne County, like uh, uh, one half right. sales tax. Anyway, and I go to vote, and I could not because of my address. Mine's. I, uh, I only voted in the Payne County election. I was not allowed to vote in the Stillwater election. Yeah, my uh, my address is St. John Catholic Student Center, two zero one North Knobloch. I wouldn't say that on the air. Uh, that's what that's my residence. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's where all my mail goes. Gonna get arrested. <laughs> I hope um, not. So I but I grew up in Houston, Texas, which means I root for teams from Houston, Texas. The Oilers. Which include the Oilers? The the <laughs> team formerly known as the Oilers, which is now the Tennessee Titans, with who I hate. Um <laughs> With the passion of a thousand sons. <laughs> so I root for the Houston Texans in the NFL. I root for the Houston Rockets. Uh, my dad and I, my dad and I were, we were season ticket holders during the 93 championship. Ooh, that was a Good bomb. time. Come on. I was at game seven. Really? beat the Knicks. John Starks went two for 19 from the field. Wow. Oh. Incredible. It was classic. Jordan it was, was classic. retired, it was says this guy from great. Chicago. So I loved <laughs> loved the Rockets, and I grew up loving the Houston Astros. And so I rooted for the Astros mm-hmm. back in 86 when they Mike Scott threw a no-hitter to, to win the pennant, um, the, the early 90s with Biggio and Bagwell and Ken Caminetti, and it was awesome. Who? So Who? the Astros have never had never won a World Series. And so they go through this period of like rebuilding, right? And it's kind of, and this is very, this is very Lenten. So stick with us here. This oh, is actually, good. The, this is the Astros and, and theology are about to, uh, oh. to collide right here in this studio. Yeah, yeah. So the Astros went through a period of rebuilding. Okay. They were terrible for Whoa. several years. Like what years? Uh, so that would have been 15, 14, 13, 12. Okay. Terrible. Terrible. Like lose 100 games. Wow. Terrible. Not good. And and as a result, and they did that kind of on purpose. You could call it fasting. Ooh, okay. If you, you, you that's a stretch. But anyway, <laughs> we should do a show on fasting. By the way, we should um, write that down. Okay. So they they were terrible. So in that in the terrible years, they they didn't they saved a lot of money because you're you know if you, they had their entire roster, there were players on other teams making more than the entire Astros roster. Whoa! Right, they were terrible. 
They lose a bunch of games. And then when you lose, you get like high draft picks. And so they draft all these good players, Carlos Correa and Alex Bregman. And, right. and they saved a lot of cash. And they saved a lot of cash. So then they start to get really good. 2016, they were, they were pretty good. And 2017, they won the World Series. Whoa, in two years. Like- they won the world. So there was this gradual rebuilding process. Okay. Young, young, young players, getting them experience. Got right on. Rangers. Okay. So in 2017, they win the World Series. Um, I was ecstatic. I mean, it was like a long-time Astros fan. They had never won a World Series. They put together this beautiful plan right. of action. yeah. Almost like, you know, kind of your Lenten spirituality plan. Like, how am I going to grow in my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? I'm going to do this and this and this. The Astros, they had a plan, and they executed it perfectly, seemingly to perfection. Whoa, whoa, what do you mean? But what comes out now later, because they were good in 17, they were good in 18, they made the World Series in 19. What comes out several months ago is basically, I'll just say it bluntly, and that is they cheated. Well, is that is that proven? Yes. So okay. Major League Baseball did an investigation, and basically what they found, you can read all about it online, but basically what they found was the Astros were using a camera in center field to hone in on the catcher's hands. So the pitcher, the, the, the hitters knew what pitches okay. were coming. There was a series of signals from the dugout to the hitter, so he would know if a fastball was coming, if a curveball was coming, if a slider was coming, et cetera. Okay. And so they won a lot of games. Whoa. They won a lot uh-huh. of games at home, which is where, where they had this system going. Okay. So now there's this big debate. Um, the, the manager was suspended. The general manager was suspended. Both were later fired. But the Astros have been terrible at handling this. They, have, they held these press conferences, and basically they said, like, yes, we, like, yes, we cheated and we're sorry, but it probably it didn't really affect the outcome of the game. And it's like, you guys oh, are morons. <laughs> The how, owner. How did it not the affect owner. the outcome of the game? Right. right. So then the other piece, the other piece of it, and this is where. So this is like sin, right? Okay. Sin does not just affect the sinner. Okay. Ooh. It does not. Come on, bring it. So that's why. Tell me more. We, yeah, sin. Sin does. When I sin, it does affect me, but it also okay. affects you. So in this case, the Astros have this great season, and they win the World Series. Jose Altuve wins the MVP. Okay, but if they didn't cheat, who would have won the MVP? Somebody else, probably. Somebody else. Right. Aaron Judge. Okay. All right? Somebody else would have won the the World Series. Somebody else would have had this success, but instead the Astros got it because they cheated. There was a guy, uh, there's now a guy who used to pitch for the Blue Jays. I forget his name. He is actually suing the Astros. What? Because he said the Astros cheating negatively affected his career and therefore his income and therefore his family. Whoa. Because the day after he pitched against the Astros and they destroyed him. He got shelled. Really? He got sent down to the minors. No way. So now this guy is saying, that's my career. This is my livelihood. Wow. And you cheated and there, and you negatively affected and so it has this effect. Oh, because he got beat at he got beat he got in Houston beat by the Astros in yeah. Houston, and, and they knew what he was pitching. And, the, and and yeah, and so the Blue Jays were like, "You stink! You're not a good pitcher. Get out of here, and go, go back to the minor leagues." When in fact he was not as bad as they thought. Right. He got beat because they cheated. How so, would they? Okay, let me ask. Yeah. How were they expecting to keep this a secret? I have no idea. What, what's the What's the line? If you uh, 
if you want to keep a secret between three people, two people should be dead. Yeah, Ben Franklin. If, if there's a, <laughs> a secret is safe between three people if two of them are dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, well, yeah, because guys like switch teams, and that's eventually how it happened. There's a pitcher named Mike Fires who was on the Astros during okay. that time, and he went to another team. I don't know if he was traded or free agent or what. And he was like, "Yeah, I was on the Astros, and we cheated." Wow. That's how that's how the whole thing started. Okay, we you know what we talked about uh, King David last week. Yeah. We talked about like oh, where ashes, where yes. like the cross on your forehead yep. comes from, where ashes come from. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We learned from King David last week as we were talking that uh, the ashes were a sign of repentance and conversion. Okay, tell me a way, like, and uh, then also connected with spiritual life, something the Astros could have done. Like, what would have been a better way to run that press conference? Well, so there's, there's, I think in our modern world, there's this idea that we can, uh, that all you have to do is just say, I'm sorry, and then it's over. It's okay. And then everyone should just go back to their life. It's okay. And so the Astros have said, I'm sorry, but like, do they, do they mean it? And I would say, no, they said, I'm sorry. And, but, but we're still going to, but we still should keep our world series. Right. Championship. Right. right, right. Well, if you did something wrong, then there's, you know, then there are consequences to that. So now they did get, they got fined $5 million, which is like the the biggest fine that can be given out. Um, their manager got suspended. Their general then, manager, but no players, no none of the players who cheated. And it was apparently like a players thing, like they Pete like, Rose. Pete Rose is never going into the Hall of yes, Fame. Yes, Pete Rose banned from baseball for life. Now that again consequence of sin, right? Uh-huh. That's that's his his punishment. Right. But you compare like what hap- what's happening to Pete Rose to what's happening to the Astros, and it's nothing. It's not proportional. I mean, it's not. It doesn't seem just because the players participated in it. They didn't be like, "Well, I don't, yeah. don't want to do yeah. this." It I wasn't want- one guy. It was like this sort of system, and guys knew guys knew what was happening. Was it like a regime where the manager was like, "Hey, I'm going to bench you if you don't do this"? No, no, no. The manager, I think, did not participate, but he knew about it. Oh, who was then running the show? The players. Oh, I thought they it was like whole- the manager down. No. So who put the camera in outfield? Ooh, that I don't know. That would uh, it's kind of it's kind of like with uh, uh, what's that uh, that former cardinal that got uh, laicized? What was his name? McCarrick. McCarrick. It was like who knew and when. Oh yeah, that's the question well, that's that, that Pope Francis too. is asking. Who knew what was going on and when? And so like who knew that there was a camera in the outfield? Right. And when did they know it? And who put it out there? Right. And like where is this going to affect people? Yeah. So the Astros are are wanting all mercy and no justice. Really? They, well, they said. Do, well, we said we said we're sorry. Doesn't the psalm we say like sorry. justice and mercy have embraced? Yeah. No. And we and we believe we believe in both, and we we want to you know you want to be merciful, but in confession. I mean, so if somebody comes to you in confession and says, you know, I did this and this and this, um, and I'm not you know, and I'm not real, and I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for those things. And you say, or they said, "Gosh, and I'm so sorry, but I seriously can't wait to do the, all those things again." And you say, "I'm sorry, I can't absolve you." You'd your be sins. like, "Yeah, Dude. you're not. We can't absolve you of your sin. You're not sorry. Right? You have not made a, a, a we would call it like a firm purpose of amendment. 
You have, you know, in the act of contrition at the end of confession, you say, "I'm heartily sorry." I'm sorry, heartily sorry for having offended thee, and I detest all my sins because of your just punishments. Because of but your most just of all, yeah, because they offend all, you, my they God. They offend you, my God, who are all good and deserving of all my love. And I firmly intend, with the help of your grace, to confess my sins, to confess my sins, to, to do, do penance, penance, and to amend my life. That we're just we just sin no more. Two different acts. <laughs> of but the Astros are not. They have not, to me, as a fan, um, and I would say, like, as a supporting fan, like, when I go to Houston, if I'm in Houston visiting my parents during the baseball season, I'm going to a game. Now, I don't know if I'm going this year. My dad and I, we were at game five, Astros-Yankees. Listen to this. This is how much of an Astros fan I am, if I need to prove it. Really? I got on a plane in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> I flew to Houston. Really? My dad picked me up at the airport. We drove to the game. We went to the game. My dad drove me back to the airport, and I came back to Oklahoma. That night? Yes. Like 24 hours you were. <laughs> I was in Houston for 16 hours. Just a baseball game. To watch a baseball game with my dad. Right? Now, that that was that will be... One of the great enduring memories of me, me and my dad. We share sports. Yeah, it's always okay. been one of the things that has that has been a great bonding thing for us. For okay, us to have conversations and and now I look back at that and I'm like, what the heck? Did we cheat to win that game? The Astros won. It was awesome. It was awesome. And it was an electric atmosphere. And they cheated. Yeah. Okay. So now, now you're messing with memories of me and my dad. Oh, right. Now you're tainting these anyway. Whoa! So I've you got, a little, got serious I've got a there. Little, yeah. Well, so now it's on the news all the time, and it just makes it just makes me sad. I'm sad that it happened, but I'm sad that kind of the way that the Astros have dealt with it. Like they're not sorry. Mm-hmm. And, and when we when we sin, right? And we all do, right? We all scriptures tell us we all fall short of the glory of God. We do. Uh huh. But that should bother us. Like our sin should bother us. Is it because they got so comfortable with something that it's like uh, it is a uh, what was it? C.S. Lewis? Remember in the uh, it's it's uh, screw tape letters. Is it? No, which one is the, uh, the 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 great divorce? The great divorce. The lizard of lust. The guy has got so comfortable with it being on his shoulder, with it whispering into his ear, yeah. that it's just become part of his curmudgingly gray dull life and the astros it sounds like they have just allowed you, yeah, they've allowed this thing to become part of their life yep. that it was just like oh yeah sure that's like yeah we and do this so then what, what what some people say to justify it is like everyone cheats in baseball oh everyone yeah. cheats in baseball oh right now the astros they took it to a a, a, a another level of cheating everyone cheats right Everyone steals signs. Everybody, you know, tries to gain right. that advantage. But the Astros just went too far in their cheating, right? It's the same thing we do, though, with sin, right? Every Oh, everybody. Oh, everybody does that. Well, I don't murder people. Yeah. I didn't violate the fifth commandment. Right. I just, I only do sort of low-level <laughs> you know? And we would say there are, there, there are low-level sins, venial and Yeah, liberal. from the letter of John. Um, Two types of sin, that deadly sin and the non-deadly sin. It, but but I think sometimes we can say like oh well if it, since it's not deadly, you know let it no, rain no baby. Deal. But that was a reading from I think it was two, Tuesday of this last week. Yeah, from the letter it's James chapter one, 
and it talks about I'm getting the I'm gonna get the quote wrong, but like basically the li- little sin leads to big uh-huh. sin. Um, so my guess is somewhere along the way, somebody like in the Astros, they they like they they did this. They right. realized they could, they did it. It worked, and they were like, "Next, this is awesome. We can do this. I can know what pitch is coming. This is totally going to help us." Not thinking through, what does it do to that pitcher? What does it do to that organization? What does it do to our fans? What is it, you know? What does it do to the pastors of pain? Yes. We took a, had to dedicate a whole radio show to this. So I'm going to read I'm going to read this interesting uh, this okay. was a, there was an article uh, it was in the National Catholic Register by oh. a guy named Anthony Esselin, who's a wonderful writer. He writes on sort of culture and and the article is called Cheating in Baseball, Saying Ain't So, Assessing the <laughs> Houston Astros Scandal. So he, this is the last paragraph. Oh, of, read away, please. of, of Esselin. <laughs> he says um, what lesson would it deliver to the youth of America oh. if dirty players permitted to get off scot-free or even with a little tap on the wrist? Cheats win and crime pays. That's what. He may already have learned that lesson plenty in school if he had come across those rewarders of the lazy, the cheat sites online that purport to assist students at reading Shakespeare, for example, but which really ensure they will never read him at all. Ooh. I will wager that teachers themselves use them all the time. Yeah. He learns the same lesson from politics. That he should learn it from baseball is appalling. Clean the house, Commissioner Manfred. Wow. Okay, so well, sum, summarize that little thing. Well, just so he's he's basically saying we we if the Astros get to keep their championship and all that goes with it, all the merchandise sales, all that you know that that mm-hmm. beautiful trophy, um, it's going to say to younger people, um, you, okay, if if you don't have to cheat, don't cheat, but if you do cheat, don't get you're, It's going you're going to get ahead, you're going to get ahead, and you'll get away with it. Yeah, just don't get caught. Try not to get caught, but if you do get caught, it'll still be worth it. So where's where's the um, have we have we completely robbed our culture of? Morality and well, right just and wrong. like accountability. No, I mean, do I we mean, have a step? Do we have like in the Congressional Medal of Honor? It has like requirements for it, right? Like this is what we consider an excellent person. The Congressional Medal of Laziness. We also have yeah. <laughs> a measuring bar for that sure, too. Sure, but do have we lost a, a, like even a moral standard in our culture where we say, "Hey, baby, you know what? Don't don't judge our actions." Don't judge us. Yeah. Don't judge us. Don't judge us. Please don't don't judge. Have we lost it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think we have. And I think this is like a this is, you know, we see exa- sort of examples of it creeping into our culture. This just happens to be for me at least that just that hits very close to home. Uh tell now, me tell me about the um just to just to um what happened to the Fab 5 from Michigan? Yes, okay. okay so just, so, so very me. similar, right? So early 90s, yeah. if you're a basketball fan, you remember University of Michigan they had they, the, like these five awesome recruits: uh-huh. Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, Juwan Howard, uh, uh, Jimmy King, and Ray Jackson. Okay, the, the, the Fab Five. The Fab Five. I right. remember that. Jay's pumping his fist that I remembered all five of those names. Wow! Right, Impressive. I watched all those games. I saw them play in the Final Four. I went to the Final with my dad again. Here's my dad. Yeah, I went to the Final Four in 1993 in New Orleans, Michigan, North Carolina. Chris Weber calls the timeout. They didn't have any timeouts, etc. Okay, Michigan was found to have paid those players. Ooh. Come, which you're not allowed to do. Really? So Michigan, if you go right now to the University of Michigan, uh-huh. you will see 
zero mention of the 1993 Final Four team. Really? Nothing. It did not exist. And uh, why does there why is there nothing there in their Hall of Fame? Because they got it taken away. Did they, they cheat, really? Because they cheated. So do you do you think there's a distance between 1993 and ni- 2019? Well, that maybe that like, was the, it. I don't know. There's a gap that maybe, we've lost all of this because maybe they came the down NCAA hard. is is just holding people to more a higher accountable than than Major League Baseball. Wow. But but Major League Baseball has a history of doing it. So you go back to like the 1919 Chicago White Sox, the Black yeah. Sox scandal. There's uh-huh. a movie about it called Eight Men Out. Check oh, it okay. out. Um, they got they got stripped of their of their World Series of their of their appearances at all. They 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 cheated. They threw the game to be, they were betting on baseball. Oh, Pete Rose, right? I mean, when Pete Rose got banned for life, people were like, "Dang!" But you know what it did? It probably prevented people from betting on baseball again because they were like, "I don't want to be banned. I don't want to be like players." Pete Rose players betting on baseball. Player, he was a manager at the time. Oh, was he of oh, the Cincinnati Reds? Um, and okay. So you know, does this does this say to the next generation, like, all right, we can we can cheat, we'll get a little slap on the wrist, but it'll be totally worth it. Whoa! So that idea of like accountability. So I so again to kind of bring this back, this is theological. Like, first on, and foremost, the show about evangelization and theology, and the Lord Jesus. Um, we're we're about to enter into Lent. You know, what if way what if five, three four years ago. On Ash Wednesday, some of those Astros players who believe in the Lord had said, "Guys, we got to stop. We got to stop this. We've been doing it. Yeah, it's not good, but we got to stop before this before this gets out of control and in a, when we get in over our heads." So you're saying address the sin immediately now. Come on now. Get after it now, right? So we would say, you know, to guys who if you're struggling with. I mean, let's let's say alcohol, right? Step one would be like get the alcohol out of your house. Yeah. Step one. Yeah. Right? If you're dealing with pornography, pornography, get it. Get, get the it. mini, get the mini flask, which is your iPhone, out of your get house. Get it out of yeah. Get it out of the house. Um, whatever that may be. And so as we enter into Lent, what an opportunity to 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 take stock of where you are spiritually. Do you pray? Yes. A lot of you out there to that question. Do you pray? Some of you are probably saying, yeah, yeah, I pray, and my prayer life is awesome, right? Most of us are saying, mm, I kind of pray. Mediocre. Right? Here's your opportunity. What it, Lent is given to us is this little gift on a plate. Uh-huh. Here. Start over. Return. The, we're going to hear it on Ash Wednesday. Yeah. Return from the prophet Joel. Return to me with all your heart. With we're going to hear that. Fasting and With prayer. fasting, yeah. And so what an opportunity to take stock as the Astros should have done three right. years ago, and said, guys, this is wrong. What we're doing is wrong. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back. Let's fall in love right. with baseball again. Um, yes. So here's Lent. Let's fall in love with the Lord Jesus again. Yes. And Amen. And, and do better and allow right. him to, to work in our lives. Yeah, there's a there's a great line from the book The Soul of the Apostolate, and that's on the section on the book. interior life. Kills me. And he's got this one line, and it just says, "Begin again." Begin again. Saint uh, Teresa of Avila was was very big on that too. Begin again, like if you got off the trail, 
just go back, back to where trail. go back to where you got off and yep. and start again. I like to say that in confession when people are when people say like, oh my my you know my prayer life really stinks, and I'll say like. When when was a time when you when your prayer life was really good? Have you have you had? And they'll say, yeah, it was when I was in this year and this year. Okay, uh-huh. what were you doing? What were you doing then? What did that look like? Oh, I was getting up earlier. Right. Well, get up earlier. <laughs> I was I was you know yes, making it a priority. Yes. I was scheduling it in my day to go and uh-huh. pray in the church to go to mass more regularly to go to confess. You know. Okay, let's let's get, do that. Pick it. Pick the ball back up. Right on, brother. To complete the full. Uh, analogy of this uh, of this episode. Anyway, I'm just kind of ticked off. I don't know what to, I I, told, I I put out on Twitter that I'm giving up the Astros for Lent. Well, that doesn't take much because opening season is not for a month away. I just don't know what this season is gonna. I mean, I don't know if I go to Houston see my parents. Boycott I'll go this summer. Like I don't know. I don't know if I'll go to a game. They're the star, which is the Astros. I always wear. Fading. You know, I wear my like when, at home. We, we don't always wear clerics, you know. What? At home. So, we'll, oh. you know, we're Father Kerry and I and Father Robert, we're hanging out or something. And I, I a lot of times my, the shirt I wear around the house is like my Astros shirt. It disgusts me. And Father Kerry spits at me when I wear it. <laughs> it's terrible. I laugh because it's true. But I've had numerous people who we've had, you know, priests come over and have guests. And I wear that Astros shirt. I don't even, I don't even remember that I'm wearing it. And people yeah. are like. Yeah, the Astros didn't they cheat? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it just kills me. Yeah, right. My my home city, Houston, um, just is now sort of just it kind of disgusts me. And the best way to fix this, repentance. Repentance. Just get out there and Repent- humble your and heart say, yes. and say, forgive us for Sack we have sinned. And ashes, and then, Astros. And don't just say it with your mouth. Do it. Remember that it was um, Wednesday from St. James. James. He says, be not only hearers of the word, but also doers. doers. So forgiveness. All right. Well, I'm I'm working on forgiveness of the Astros, but we hope you have a great week, even if the Astros are terrible. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we're the pastors of pain. God bless you. Have a great week. God bless you.